These are my people And this is my land Welcome to Southern Public Podcast, episode number 56. Woohoo, we got that one right. 56. Right off the way, just running smooth right off the bat. Right? Right. Oh, shoot, I forgot to hit record. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) So So, it's our usual four here tonight. Yep. Right. right. Doug, Gary, Shane, and Dwayne. If, like, if we have to introduce our po- ourselves at this point. Then. You know, you might have some new person listening that doesn't know what the fuck our names are. Excuse, sorry. What the heck our names are. Right. <laughs> starting off early. I know. Well, I I'm pretty sure they're not starting off on episode 56. <laughs> <laughs> they might. So Might pop up right on their Facebook page. 56. If somebody will post it. 56 is a good number. <laughs> Is that how old no, you are? It is. You're old. Yeah. yeah. Wait, man. Be careful. You can get your ass whooped by an old Hold man. On. Hold on. The machine's slowing down. What the, machine? This is. Maybe because it's 56. <laughs> <laughs> That's not slowing down. That's just taking no. advantage of a long life. It might. <laughs> well, boys, I'm tired. I'm tired of the heat. Yeah. I'm tired of traveling. You and me both, man. I've gone every weekend for like a month. Oh, yeah. Before, so you just came back from North Carolina. What did yep. you do there? Did a demo for Trophy Line and Red Line bow hunting equipment at Extreme Outdoors in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Was it nice up there? It was. It was. It was cool. Those dudes up there were awesome. It's, uh, I, so far we've been lucky with, going and doing shows at bow shops that have good people. Yeah. You know, cause we always, we talk about it all the time about how people complain about, you know, going to a bow shop and nobody talks to them. And yep. And these guys are all good. Uh, besides the fact they're all PSE fanatics, but <laughs> other than that, <laughs> I mean, so, but yeah, so, uh, is that what, what bows they carry up there? PSE. Just, just PSE? Yeah, no. Um, they got Expedition. They got some Matthews. That's a bunch. So they got different, yeah. Different. But all the shop guys shoot PSEs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so all the, the, the new... a couple PSEs. The new carbon, all carbon. I don't know what, what it's called. Yeah, I shot one of those in uh in Jacksonville, a carbon PSE. I didn't like it. No? I did not like it. Mm-mm. It was the shop owner's bow. He's like, shoot this one. You'll love it. I shot it. I was like, dude, you can take that back. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. So so Jacksonville is uh, is the Niceville, Fort Walton Beach of Eglin. So it's right there at Camp Lejeune. So right. it's all, you know, a bunch of Marines and all that. So they're selling, you know, bows with 80-pound limbs and, you know. Yeah, that's what I shoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine is 40. <laughs> I think I'm going to take my bow down to Jamie's this year. Hit all that 50-pound mark. That's all you got to do. Yeah. 
You can draw back without a deer seeing you. You just. I can 70. Liar. I can. I probably could too. I just don't want to. <laughs> but I'm afraid I start back whacking them if I drew it all the way down to 50. Arrow's going too fast at 50. Need to slow it down. Yeah, slow down a little bit. Can we knock it down to 35? It's a little too fast. So, yeah, a bunch of old school bow hunters. So we, you know, talked about. You know, overdraws and all that going going back in time. Right. You know, so. the fun stuff. That's where back then PSE made that integrated. Yep. Yep. Overdraw that slid, it slid in. over it the. Like looked like kind of like an arrow. Yep. Had a hmm. point to it and slid in. You bolted it down, man. That thing was. I had overdraw my PSE Firestorm Light. Yeah. I can't remember what. I've shot two PSEs and both of them shot good until the limbs warped on one. So. See, I've only shot Bear and Matthews. That's it. Yeah. Shot a lot of different ones. Yeah. I shot a lot of broadheads. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I started out with I started out with a bear. Then yep. I got the PSE. Then I went to the high country high caliber. That was a speedbow. That thing was it was fast. That's before I knew, you know, tune this, tune that, do this. It was it was screaming though. Yeah. Then I jumped into the hit that Matthews fanboy for a couple years, sold it and Hadn't touched a Matthew since, which I'm not knocking Matthews because right. mine shot freaking phenomenal. I mean, it was a great shooting bow. That was the old solo cams. Well, the tough thing about bows these days is you buy one today, it's next off, it's year, obsolete. it's somebody's come out with something that's, but they all, they're, they all, they're work, all the man. same. Yeah, that's they all that's what we talked about. Uh, I was talking to the owner and uh, we were, you know, talking about how they, they try to have a price line available for everybody, you know. That's cool. And I told her, I said, yeah. I said, you know, it's like everybody like really focuses. And I say this with a, you know, owning a $1,100 bow. But, you know, everybody focuses on these high dollar bows. But, I mean, the reality is you can kill deer with, you know, a $300 Walmart bow. Yep. So. I yep. mean, we was in uh, at the American Hunter event. What was that? When was that? April? June? When were we at that? Mother's Day weekend, whatever that was. So it was in May. May. So in May, I mean, I shot all those bear, new bear bows. Man, they they all shot great. Even yeah. even the the cheapest ones they had, you know, the like the Alaskan, which is what four ninety nine or something like that. Fully rigged out. No, it, yeah, four. Well, no, it's like five ninety nine, fully completely rigged right. out, ready to hunt. But I mean, I shot all their bows, and every one of them shot great. I yeah, mean, I, I think just, now it's. It just yeah. comes down to what you want to grab hold of, and it is all yeah. yours. Yep. So, so the guys you talked to were a lot of them not from the area; like they're from all over the country. Yeah, none of them. Yep. Yeah, that's not, what's was cool. It a nice, like, was it a nice shop though? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, really nice shop. They, uh, they. I don't think I saw any camo there. They sold boots. Um, of course, being right there at Camp Lejeune, they they sold tactical stuff, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and survivalist, you know, like your little one man tents, you know, right. that's just a net. Um, but like Badland Packs and uh, Mystery Ranch, you know, oh yeah, yeah. so all that kind of stuff. But uh, that's cool. So. Yeah, I mean they had a had a little bit of everything there. Where were you? Oh, the weekend before you were traveling. It was in North Alabama. <clears throat> Which, being out there's side by sides are everywhere out there. 
Like they just drive them down the street. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Chris and them went back during the, I guess, late spring. Really? Yeah, they trailered all their stuff over there and went over there. Can't get away from them things. <laughs> fun, fun. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you were you were at uh, Yellowstone for a week. Yeah, we flew into Salt Lake City, Utah. Kicked around there for the evening and went up to uh, West Yellowstone, and then went to North Yellowstone, and then East Yellowstone. <clears throat> we were out there like nine days. Did both loops of Yellowstone. Saw some really cool. I mean, I could talk for hours on all the stuff we saw. It was just, it was amazing. For a guy from the southeast, especially Florida, it's a completely different world. Animals are huge. <laughs> Bison. <laughs> right. Elk. Dang. Saw moose. Um, saw a bunch of pronghorn. Two bears. Grizzly bear and a black bear. Did you get that itch to build your own longbow? No, not at all. You couldn't, you'd need something that shoots far. I'd have to crank my bow up to like 75, 80 pounds. Now, how close did you get to the bears? Oh, that one the, bear was that one was close. close. He was like 30 yards. I'm he, surprised you didn't turn and run. He crossed, or she, she had two cubs with her. She crossed the path after behind us after we walked. As we're walking, <laughs> we could hear, hear something off in the woods. And we caught up to some people that were hearing it too. So they stopped and we're all kind of standing there looking and listening. And mama crosses the path and right behind her was two cubs. Georgia got a, a video of the mom passing and she looks, she looked way big. When I saw her on the big screen on my computer, I'm like, God damn, that was pretty big. Black oh, she bear. Pretty <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Cause I, I had actually called him <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he was like, yeah, you called just in time. Cause, uh, because we're talking, so so George is happy because... We're making noise. We're making noise. We just had some hikers coming coming from the direction we're heading saying, hey, heads up, there's a sow with, with some cubs, you know, up ahead. And one of them was park ranger. One yeah. Of them, yeah. Yep. Just so they were, they were both like, hmm, there's yeah, we, a bear. Dude, we, George and I both are like, Let, let's just turn around. We don't need... And it was like a two-mile loop. Yeah. I'm like, let's just, and Tammy's like, no, we're going. And she got mad. Tammy's <laughs> like, let's fucking go. We're going. You're coming. I'm like, I hope we die and you feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, uh, me and the wife and kids took a trip to Gatlinburg one year. We stayed at the top of Lookout Mountain, which is right above downtown Gatlinburg. So we would travel and go up and down the mountain, you know, going back and forth to the cabin, you know, going to the park and all. We kept seeing a bear. And we'd, we'd see them, and wife's like, man, we, you know, we hadn't seen one the whole trip, you know, at our cabin, and this, that, and another, so I'm packing the car. And I've got the stuff sitting at the car, getting ready, because i am I got certain things sitting out, like her makeup bag and all that crap was sitting there, and, and uh, we had, um, so like the night before, we had gone down into Pigeon Forge and bought these, like, gourmet cookies or whatever that cost so way bougie. too damn much, but they were freaking good. <laughs> So I had them all, everything sitting out by the car, and I was getting ready to put the big bags in. And as I'm walking out with my hands full, a mom and two cubs come up, and one of the cubs goes to the back of the car. Oh, shit. And I'm like, hey, look. I was like, babe, come here, come here. There's a bear, there's a bear. Grabs my wife's makeup. 
and proceeds to leave with this makeup bag. She's like, that's my makeup bag. I was like, yep, I'm not going to freaking. <laughs> that's going to be the prettiest bear in the woods. <laughs> I am not going to Sephora and replacing all that crap. So I started clapping my hands. I had to run down the bear, basically run after the bear. You got the mom and the two cubs. So finally I get close enough and stomping my feet and yelling at this bear that it, it drops the bag and shoots up a tree. So I grabbed the makeup bag and, and I started backpedaling because I didn't want mama to come up. Oh, no like, shit. And she just looked at me like, hey, leave them people alone and come on. Right. <laughs> so I threw it in the car and she's like, what would you have done if they'd have got them, got them gourmet cookies? I said, we'd have rolled to the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> my big there. ass would have come back victorious because I'd have had my damn cookies. <laughs> yeah, we in the the bison, I mean, there's thousands of bison and they they're they're in rut so i got that video i'll post that That's crazy of that they grunt like growl or whatever you want to call it and their tongue sticks out it's fucking weirdest <laughs> damn thing but it's not like you at your house right yeah it's <laughs> mate and call <laughs> and he rolls up a window like it's going to stop him from getting <laughs> Uh, was, that's that's the sound Tammy makes when he says, "Hey, baby, you want to yeah. sneak <laughs> off to the bedroom?" <laughs> oh but Lord! Saw mule deer. Um, a lot of pronghorn, didn't you? Yep, pronghorn. Walked right by a pronghorn that was probably forty yards away. Just laid there and looked you at you. They're ran, so used to seeing people. You should have ran out there and jumped on that sucker's back, dude. But I've decided because we, I think we hiked. Between 35 and 45 miles. Um, in elevation, you know, 300 to 600 foot elevation climbs. And, it, and dude, and on some ledges that were wide enough for two people to turn sideways and pass and was straight down. Like, fuck. So you don't turn with your back to the wall. You turn with your face to the wall so you don't have to look and see. <laughs> if you, if the person walking past you wanted to kill you, they just had to go boop, and you're dead guy. Yeah, but a lot dude, of people. The way Tammy planned it, we were at the most popular places like first thing in the morning, so, so we you didn't, didn't have to deal. With we them. didn't hit a whole bunch of crowds. We went to Old Faithful. There was a crowd there, but there's always a crowd there, I guess. And those were the, to me, the least fun things. Yeah. As much as I, you know, it was not a fan. We had bear spray. You could rent bear spray instead of buying it. Um, you felt better. And if you're talking, there's three of us, so it wasn't so bad. But I've decided I'm no longer afraid of bears. They're my spirit animal. So <laughs> so if you end up spraying the bear spray, do you buy it then? You got to pay for a re yeah, to use it. Like, is it refillable? I don't even you know? know how much uh, they that, charge you. That would have been worth it for me if I took all these youngins. Jamie's lucky was probably spraying kids. <laughs> I think it was like... <laughs> did you? What would you say? <laughs> yeah. I think it was like 28 bucks to rent it for seven days or something. We got two of them. Did so. you test them? No. Could have been just, empty. I they very well could <laughs> have. Just, just you and your wife and daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was... Dude, it was an amazing trip. Um you know, we we took the vacation for Georgia's graduation. She wanted to go out there. So her being 18, kind of moving on with her life and starting college and doing her thing, it was nice to have that that time with just her, Tammy, and myself. You know? Yeah, you didn't feel that way about Cole? Cole. Well, when we went for his graduation, we went on a surf trip to Hatteras, and he brought a friend with him. So he was like, hey, we're going to go find chicks. So... 
thanks for paying for all this. We'll be out. We'll be back later. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get to surf with him out there, so that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I will absolutely go back. Yeah, it's expensive. Mm. Well, Shane and I went to the World Deer Expo. Yep, that was a good one. Three weekends ago. Seems right? like a year ago already, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, so three weekends ago. Oh, so you have every weekend you've I've, yeah. been somewhere. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Which wasn't a bad, I mean, it was nice, easy drive up, easy drive back. Yeah. But, I mean, it was it was a good show. It was. I heard. It was pretty kick-ass. Yeah. So next year we'll have a booth. Probably, like, the most impressive. Yeah, met Bubba Buck, <laughs> the comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny. So we'll have we'll do something there next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Absolutely. What have you been doing, Dwayne? I went scouting. I went put out cameras. <laughs> the one guy that's done something <laughs> relevant uh, to on. this. That's boring. He didn't go scouting. What did he do? He went and hung cameras where everybody else has scouted. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. I went I'm to sure. a new spot. One new spot. I get it. The other ones were where somebody has scouted in the past. So did you put cameras out at? So where we had video of Casper bedded. Yes. I got one there. I got one across the creek, which I actually got pictures of bucks this morning on. Then I got another one south, another one just southeast of there. So, and then I'm going back Friday and we're going to go farther north and more to the west. So where Casper was bedded, he's got a camera there now. That spot is claimed. No. Shit. That's where I'm going. Opening morning. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna go hang a camera in there. Right, I'm gonna go hang a camera on the same tree. I don't think he's staying there. He's not. I, I think he I'm got going. pushed up there. And you're right. And we'll we'll sidebar this, but the conversation about the place where uh, what what did we call him? At the small spot. Mm. What was that buck? The big, the, did you call him the wide eight? No. No. What did we call him? What was that? The big eight? No. No, the big eight's over. Yeah. With the bobcat no. eight? Was that what? Yeah, the bobcat yeah, eight. eight. Okay, so yeah. Remember we had that conversation about all that yes. there? Yeah. Y- you're right. Really? Yeah. It's not on there. No kid. Yeah, so I've got to make a phone call. Uh, matter of fact, I need to put that in my calendar to call him tomorrow. So that yeah, the small spot is because not an area you can access sh- any longer? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet. It is a place that you can access now. Oh. Yeah. So. So anyway. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Jamie. Yeah, please. Be yeah. <laughs> Shane and Joel were scouting the other day. They were spotted. Who? Joel and Shane. Oh, you said Jamie and Joel. Or I'm sorry, Shane and Joel. Oh, I was like, "What? How did y'all do that?" <laughs> Who right? Mister Grace, in that Chevrolet? No, he's in his Ford. I didn't see him. He drove us to see our trucks. Well, he's seen Joel's little Toyota, and then come by seeing your truck a little bit farther down the road, and he yeah, takes to Joel, and Joel never got back up with him till later on. Oh, really? That's so unlike Joel. Well, see, I heard Joel's phone phone go off, but he never looked at it. Uh, yeah, that was Josh. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think I'm gonna do Georgia opener, on September 9th. You and your brothers. Yep. Up by him. 
Uh, no. No, uh, kind of southeast Georgia. Okay. So, which they went this weekend and scouted this this WMA. Both of your brothers? Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm looking at it, and so I get on, and I'm just kind of looking, and then, like, 15 miles down the road is another WMA. It's a little bit smaller, but it's quality managed. So it's four on one side or a 15-inch outside spread. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why aren't y'all scouting that? Right, less pressure for sure. And he says, "Uh, well, how long is the season there? I said, I don't know. He goes, well, the one we scouted, it's you can bow hunt from when it opens to January, whatever the end date is. Like, what's your point? <laughs> and 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 I told him, I said, why, why, why put all your eggs in one like in one spot? Yeah, you know, yeah. when you got several WMAs within, you don't fucking work. So, like, <laughs> why camp? Why live in one spot and burn that spot out? We don't even do that in Ohio. Well, we don't. We travel. We don't do it here. An hour away. Good lord! I think we yeah. put more miles on the truck in Ohio than we did getting to Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug's gonna drive into Ohio this year. Hopefully, I'll have my Is SUV it? by then. Right. I'm all I'm all fired up about getting an SUV now. I was told I can't take our new one. Yeah. Well, maybe if you'll take those panties off and <laughs> put your boxes back on, you can hey, get away. Hey, I gave you two feet for a reason. One, put one down. Yeah. Um. Uh, did y'all see the did Michael send that picture on our group? Yes. Yeah. God dog. He won't That's shoot a stud. it. Oh, I didn't. It's too I, small for him. I'm not on that group. I bet he won't shoot it. Yeah, he'll be like, nope, give it another year. It's it's a big one. Hell, that really? buck we seen in his field that night leaving his place. That I was shot, a good buck. <laughs> I just shot that thing. He's like, nah, that's one of the little ones. Yeah. Little, huh? Right. Dude, the, the pictures of bucks he has up there. Studs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, freaking Ohio private property, especially if, if they send him it. a... Uh, Did you not find it? A hat, too. Here it is. <clears throat> he won't shoot that one. It's too small. He's like, yeah, it's got a couple What's that? Years. Gonna be one eighties, one nineties. I was t- I was talking to him. It's giant. On an... Is that the same one? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, look yeah, at the brown tines so, on that Jaker. Yeah, so I was talking to him. I, I, I was talking. Him, I'd be done. I was talking right. to him about the conversation that was had in Tennessee. And mm. and so he asked me what what WMA was it, yeah. You know, and he was like, not not that I'm gonna go hunt it when I've got a couple of two hundred inches right. on camera, you right. know. So yeah, but, man. So so tonight we've got uh, Daniel who is with Gobblers Lodge and Rare Breed Charters. Um, he's out of Osteen. 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 Is it I Osteen? thought there's an N. Osteen. I thought it was Osteen. Yeah, I think Osteen. there's an N yeah. on it. Yep. Yeah, Osteen, Florida, which is between Orlando and the East Coast. Um, so we got him on. We're going to be – we'll be down there September 2nd. Um, he is having a huge event. Uh, let me pull up that information on it. 
He's calling it the bow season 2023, right? Yeah, 2023 bow season opening day sponsored by Bear. So he's got a bunch. He's going to be doing. Uh, Ooh, I wonder if their Bear reps going to be there. Yeah, yeah. So they're raffling a Bear bow off. It's ten dollars a a ticket. Um, and we'll be there as repping for trophy line. trophy line and yep. I I don't know if red if 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 red line is part of that or not. So it might not be. It's not on his flyer, right? So so it'll be trophy line in we, Southern. Public. I mean, we could ask because yeah. he's gonna we're, we're gonna have him on. We can ask. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So we got him coming on here in a few minutes, and uh, it's a that's a sweet place, man. It's a it's a it's a cool. It's a decked 3D. out three D range. It is. Yeah, I think there's five sections to it. Yeah, that you, there's different ones like the swamp. Some there, uh, the one. buck, the yeah, the uh, whatever he called. I can't, yeah, I can't remember, remember either. either. And then there's a um, one where you can shoot zombies and all kinds of stuff. So maybe we cool. ought to maybe we ought to borrow the iron buck from uh, from American Hunter and uh, bring it down there and, and do a, a giveaway. Or well, no, well, fuck, we're gonna charge people five dollars a shot. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna charge we'll you make five some money to ruin your era, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then they can they could win something. Maybe we'll give away a trophy line saddle or something like that to the to the winner. So no, that'll be a good time. He's got a lodge out there you can stay in. He can do you know he's I, he's done some like corporate stuff for people. Yeah, in October he's going to have uh, I think he said in the big stand. <clears throat> I forget what he called it, but he has a ground level, a second level. I forget how high, and then a top level. Yeah, that you can shoot out to a hundred yards. Yes, yeah, so I think. So, I think each site has an elevated stand, so you're just not shooting off the off ground. Off the ground. Yeah. So you can shoot. Yep. So. And now we'll be shooting, see if you can set something up, you sit in a saddle. Yeah. Shoot yeah. the target. So we'll be out there demoing uh, trophy line stuff, their saddles. Yep. We should have all their gear as well, backpacks and, and yeah. platforms yeah. and sticks. Yeah. Hoping yep. our, our red line stuff come in, I'll get my boat put up, set up and. Yeah. Slide it in while we're there. Yeah, I have to reach out to Weston, make sure he got that sent, so we can get get all that set up before the end of the month. But yeah, we're we're for sure bringing, in. bringing, bringing our bow. bows. Yeah, yeah. So you can and bring your crossbow too. Yep, <laughs> bring mine. <laughs> I, I can shoot that hundred yard. I went through the, I forget what the museum was, but it's got that big gun museum collection in it. Yeah, and one of the first things you walk by is a crossbow, like from the fourteen hundreds or whatever it is. Yeah, they decided it was too easy to shoot one, so they, well, they just came out with the longbow. I mean, the two I have at the house, I didn't even buy them. They was gift to me. I mean, if you shoot, <laughs> you shoot, you shoot one of them, it's gonna sound like a gun going off any damn way. That joker's fast. Yeah, it's very. Fast. I am gonna well, kill one deer it, with it this year just to say it I did. Knocks yep. the freaking block completely over <laughs> right. when it yeah. hits. Look, that was your that was your dad's, right? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna kill one deer with. That's it. right. Which flavor? It don't matter. Whatever's easiest. Yep, that was his. That's the one he wanted. So I'm gonna honor him with it this year. No, nope, I think it's a great idea. I just I just gotta kill a deer with it before I go to Ohio, because I'm gotta kill a deer. That that's the first thing I'm doing is killing a deer with Dude. that crossbow. Hey, look, you bastards! I'm special. Oh, he gave you a good beer. Hell, well, now you, you better share that with everybody. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> Ooh, I, my plan. We'll do it again. So when's our season start? October 21st. So yep. I'm. And then we're leaving for Ohio. November 1st, 10 days later. So I have 10 days to, to get the monkey off my back yep. and shoot something. 
before I get to Ohio. I'll put you on some does. You want to kill one? I want. I need to. He right? needs to kill something. He needs to draw blood on something. Dude, I've drawn blood. I just haven't <laughs> killed anything. You, I cut my finger once, and that. Was... <laughs> you just need to get that that kill under your belt, just Look, to get, just so you're ready. When so you I'm buying you. a new stand this year. We're going to do a, a drawing for some kid during doe days for my property. That's I'll cool. let you like one of the kids come out and shoot yeah. a doe oh, just to a, get the monkey off your back. Nice. I guess I have to do Doug too. <laughs> yeah. He, he and I both went. We've gone two years without killing anything. Yeah. Jeez. But but that's what both happens when you buck hunt. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've shot deer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Didn't actually I actually passed on several didn't you you well, passed deer you would have shot three years four years ago well and i passed on a doe uh opening weekend because the big eight was making no, that it cycle was, it, it wasn't the big eight it was a uh, tank big, yeah tank he was making his cycle and that back. day was supposed to be the day he was going to come by and i wouldn't shoot that doe because <laughs> yeah. he should have come through there but if he you did now if you'd have shot the doe he'd have come on by yep well, that'd been okay. I'd have been able to shoot <laughs> him too, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what would have happened. Yeah. So. Well, I'm getting eager, man. It's going out west and the temperatures being in the 40s. Oh, it yeah. kind of gets you in that. I think that's why I'm going to go do Georgia opener, man. I just like I just got that got that need. Well, don't, to, yeah. don't forget to put in in September for them hunt. Yes, for those, Alabama. Alabama SOAs. I'm gonna put yep. in for all. I'm gonna put in for everyone. I'm gonna put in. That's in September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send us uh, all a message when it comes close. So September 1, ain't it? Because on most all, of those, you can bring a buddy, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, most so of if them. we all get something different. Yeah, September 1st. Yep. We'll all three go and leave Dwayne at home. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need to quit. I've done decided I'm, I'm probably not even going to take a boat with me to Ohio. If I do, I'm just going to leave it at the house That's a lie. and just go get in a stand and videotape for you. That's a lie. Because if I kill one this year and y'all don't, you I won't have nobody back. go with me. That's right. You ain't allowed back. Uh, Dwayne, you're not invited next year. <laughs> you're killing too many deer and yeah. we're killing nothing. So We'll say, we'll, we'll tell him, all right, so we are going to do the late. So we're going to go the week of the rut. That's when we're going to go. And then Jamie and I will leave out like on November 3rd. <laughs> so. Or we just... Follow him wherever he hunts, and we I just will. jack up a tree right next to him. Yeah. Nope. I will take the blame. Nope. It was my camera that I had got mixed up. If I had it straightened out ahead of time, they probably would have been there We probably would have killed. We, I bet we could have killed something in there. Yeah. Yeah, because what was the last two days we decided to go hunt that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Got on those bigger deer. Yep. It's a, we'll have it set up this year. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it, man. It'll be fun. It's all. It was a. It was a great time. Yep. I got two days of putting cameras up for y'all. Get there now. Not this year coming up, but the following year, I do got some intel on some Illinois stuff. I wouldn't mind doing that either. Well, the picture I sent that one, one sixty seven and some James. Yeah, typical ten was killed out of public land over there. I'm trying to work on some West Virginia too. Which the cool thing is, is where that's at. He, which he he brought me a map and said, this is where you want to hunt. <laughs> um, but where you camp at, not far from there, he said, dude, you can get up and hunt where you camp. Do you, so like, No kidding. Did you see how that worked? So he's already got the map and everything, but the intel is not good till next, next hunting season, right. which means I'm going to set on it <laughs> right. because I know I, I'm not going out of town this year to That's go right. hunt, but I am next year. So All right. I'm going to just... Put that in a little safe for yep. next year. Yep. I you couldn't you. go anyways. You're out of vacation after Ohio. I am. <laughs> yep. Y'all need more vacation days like I get. 
Yeah. yeah, well, when you're self-employed, I was self-employed too for a while, and I spent way too much money. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even have to work. It's great. No, my wife put a cap on that. She's like, that's going into savings. Right. No, I'm going to Bass Pro Shop. No, it's going into savings. Okay. It's going into savings. Yep. Hey, remember the God gave you two feet? Yeah, I tried that, but uh, it didn't work out too damn well. it out from underneath you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm only using uh, 24 hours of leave to have 15 days off. Oh, whatever, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So y'all want to uh, y'all want to get Daniel? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get, get him, him on. on. All right, all right. So we got Daniel with Gobbler's Lodge and uh, uh, Rare Breed Charters. Cool what's, name. What's going on, brother? All right. Um, what's up, guys? Hey, man. What's going Welcome on? Welcome aboard. Thanks, man. So, so where'd you come up with the Gobbler's Lodge. So that's actually the name of the road. A lot of people think that I the road was named after me, so we'll just we'll just stick with that. Just, <laughs> well, I did see that. So there's a bike path through. That's Volusia County, right? Yes. So yep. there is a bike path, and there is a trailhead called Gobbler's Lodge Trailhead. Correct. So when I saw that, I'm like, he's famous. <laughs> he's got a bike path named hey. after him. Hey, I, you know, I, I don't want to be famous for the name of Gobbler's Lodge, but here's <laughs> what I'll tell you. This is this is a this is a fact. Uh, you Google it. There's only one Gobbler's Lodge. Right. There's Gobbler's everything else, but there's only one Gobbler's Lodge. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you lucked out on that one, didn't you? Yep, I just ran with it. <laughs> no doubt. It, it's it's a catchy name. It is. I mean, it'll you don't forget it. No. At all. Nope. Nope. Jennifer well, giggles I mean, it, every time I say it. <laughs> it <laughs> Dirty minded. <laughs> it's, uh, that's why I don't want to be named after it. There you go. <laughs> Doug, did yeah. you warn him that we can get a little I, off? I, I told him. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. try not to. So. Nah, yeah. You ain't hurt no feelings here. Yeah. So, I mean, it lives up to its name. Um, it's funny because come, you know, come springtime leading up to our, our turkey season's a little late here for for what it is but <laughs> i mean you want to kill a big osteola they're in the they're on the range walking around and fighting the targets wow oh, wow that's crazy and then you get people that come from all over the the country to go shoot an osceola get out there and have a hard time doing it and they're just walking in your yard right buddy you could catch them in a dip net yeah fair enough that's my goal yeah. this upcoming year Maybe well, that's what we need to do. We just need to plan a trip. Go All of us go down there and, and sneak kill in there and shoot his turkeys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> tell y'all what, if y'all can convince my wife, I can go yeah. on one turkey hunt. I'll go. There that's you go. easy. That's the only well, place in the United States you can kill an Osceola. <laughs> South yeah. Florida. Well, we 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 turkey hunt by day and and uh, deer hunt by night, right up my night. alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, well, we could we could dog hunt stuff in the afternoons. That time of year, it's still cool. Yeah. They, do, so do they run dogs quite a bit down there? No, I mean dog hunt as far as is a uh, coyote hunt. Yeah. Oh, this is, I got you. I got you. So where we're at, where Gobbler's Lodge is, we're one of we back up to one of the biggest privately owned land tracks here in Florida. It's 
I don't don't quote me on this is not the factual, but it's close to like seventy thousand acres. It spans multiple counties. Wow. And I think it's ninety one square miles. It's a big chunk of ground and it's my backyard. I mean wow. case in point, you know, if you if you were to hang if you hang a feeder out here, you'll have the deer for about a week, and then this place is littered with black bear. I mean, slap mm-hmm. ate up with them. Mm. Jamie's done. If they ever open the season, you can sit on my back porch. Is it wow. a is it a working ranch or is it uh, like Orange Groves or something? So it's a timber farm. Uh, they do a lot with the the pine trees. Gotcha. And recently, some of the stuff they've cleared because there's some plans for some future development out here. But uh, it's cattle, it's cattle tree farm, and now sod farm, and they do a lot of stuff uh, with like uh, ecologists and stuff. They, it, there's a lot of study. There's a lot of stuff that goes on out here. Well, yeah. we we interviewed. I can't remember his name now. With Conservation Florida, and that's what those guys do is they work with. Private, private landowners, ranchers, and and to help with that, uh, the uh, what they call the green belt for for wildlife to to travel through travel through and and yeah. get from one end of the state to the other like they naturally would. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, they're not making any more of it, and if you drive around, they're eating it up quicker than I mean, I say human possible, but it's us doing it all. It's sad, uh, you know. I'm I'm actually going to be headed to. Looks like I might head to Kentucky on a hunt. In I don't. What do they they call that rural hunting? I'm literally going to be hunting in a neighborhood. There oh, are urban, monster, yeah. urban, yeah. There are monster bucks in these people's backyards, and there's little strips, little easements. I, you know, I struggle with hunting like that until I seen the pictures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I've got a I've got a buddy that uh, he like he's killed 180 inch bucks, mm-hmm. exact same thing. Like uh, he got permission to access a a piece of power line strip, um, and the the old lady that gave him permission, the only stipulations was he had to kill all the coyotes that he that he saw. But he got to the point where I guess it at a certain point to me, there's no challenge in it because he would just scroll through his pictures and be like, all right, well that's the bucket we'll kill. You know, like he right. picking them from a lineup and they're going to be there. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, sure. Don't get me wrong. Well, I, had, I hadn't done that yet. You know, um, I just got the invite on it, but you know, case in point out here, this is a very large track of land. It's very diverse. A lot of it's, Man, you you got to be, I don't know, you got to be part swamp monster to go into some of these areas. <laughs> but you. they have strategically. I've gotten to know the uh, the new land manager very well. The guy's man, awesome guy, and I mean, just awesome guy. Big into the outdoors, man. He totally gets it. This is not an area where they're going to come and rape and pillage. By no means, they have strategically planned out. Uh, a program that will accommodate some of the growth, but more importantly, you know, sustain that ecosystem. Yeah. Because there's not a chunk. If you were to Google, I mean, again, there's only one around. If you Google Gobbler's Lodge in Florida, you can pinpoint right where we're at. And if you look east of me, it ain't nothing but a bunch of trees. 
Yeah, it, it goes, goes almost all the way. way. Goes almost all the way to the intercoastal, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes on damn near to the coast. Yes, sir. <clears throat> well, yep. I grew up down in South Florida, and I've hunted so down south, hunted um, public land down there at. Uh, gosh dang, I can't remember the name of the three place. lakes. Uh, I hunted three lakes, um, which is outside of just south of Orlando, I guess, and uh, outside of Keenansville. And I can't, I can't remember the dang name of the place down in South Florida. Anyway, but I, I got used to walking in swampy, thigh deep water, and then I moved up here to the Panhandle. And found out there's a whole nother world that you don't have to be wet the whole time you're hunting. So I ended up moving up here. Unless it rains. <laughs> Heard that. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm kind of used to it. You know, I, I was always that kid that was off in the bushes. And, you know, in Florida, you can't go too far before you hit a cypress head. Right. Um, where, I, where I'm at, where Gobbler's Lodge, where I'm actually at, I have – I have some some low areas. Actually, I have a low area here on the property. I got about an acre and a half of the ten acres. It's a little low, but it's perfect. It's right in the center of the property. So we get a lot of we get a lot of deer that come through here. Um, I don't put the feeders out for the simple fact that if you do the bear coming, but yeah. just east of me is a lot of big. I mean, big wetland, and then to the south of me is the St. Johns River. So it's a, uh, it's a diverse area. I mean, any given day, I'll have a gator in my front lawn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a cool place, you know. And where I'm at, especially with my traveling, I fly Allegiant a lot, and Allegiant is 15 minutes from my doorstep. I'll have a one o'clock departure, and I, honest to God, if I'm not checking bags, I'm gonna leave my house at quarter after twelve and walk right on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice right there. Oh yeah. That's nice. Mm. So so what made you get into this? Ooh. Man, I don't know. You know, they say a lot of times you're born a certain way. You know, fishing's been it's I was on a podcast not too long ago and they nailed me down and they asked me if you had to choose between the hunt and fishing. As much as I love fishing, it's the hunt it tears me up it's the uncertainty um of the hunt but on the gobbler's lodge side of things my mom bless her heart she's she's always trying to do something for me and my mom she she ain't got a very big wallet so to speak she's kind of on a little budget and she always tries to do something nice for me so back i want to say it was 2004 15 she'd asked me what i wanted for christmas and uh i said i want to i said i want a 3d target i said but don't get me another deer i got like five of them and she got me a little it's i'm looking at it right now in my shop she got me this little reinhardt um alert tom and the light bulb went off gobbler's lot <laughs> now literally i'm no noah by no means but with my contracting profession, I know a little bit about that stuff. So I, I went to the county. I approached the county. Because I'm ag, I had to do some things with the ag. Um, 
So part of the time in the down season, we actually bring cattle in here. Like right now, currently there's cattle here, but there's a special exception for recreational use of ag property. So it was a, here we go. I mean, there's, there's not many places like this, especially right here in Volusia County. There is another outdoor range, but it's more of a club north of me in Daytona Beach. But it, uh, it just kind of all started to come together for me. And what's the craziest piece of it, this is the piece that I want to tell you because this is hilarious. You'll get a chuckle out of this one. After the ATA a couple years back, I had absolutely zero desire to have a pro shop. But when you have an archery range, constantly stuff's breaking, you know? Right. Um, and I ended up going to the ATA, meeting the guys over there at Expedition, which they're out of Decorah, Iowa. We were in Indianapolis, I think, that year for the ATA. And I got to talking to one of their guys that had been there since they started it up. And he invited me up to the factory. I left the ATA, went to the factory with the, I believe I was shooting a Hoyt at that time, shot their bow, walked out of the range into the VP's office. And I said, what do I got to do to become a dealer? He goes, you're a dealer. I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I was like, how many bows do I need to buy? He goes, how many you need? I said, well, hell, I ain't even got a shop yet. You need to start with that, pal. <laughs> that's, wow. that's how it all evolved. Honest to God, you know, they say that your path is, your path is you can choose the lead, follow, or fall behind. And, man, for me, it has just lined up one thing after another. Case in point, how I met you guys, you know? Um, I can't believe you're as techie as you are with this podcast because I have no idea how to do what you're doing, but I spoke on a couple of them. <laughs> so with that said, you know, when I reached out to Trophy Line, it was Trophy Line and who the hell was it? Tacticam. Tacticam. Two different brands. When I said, hey, you know, you got any guys that want to come down and do some stuff, man, and they brought your name up. And I was like, okay, those are my guys. Yeah, and like, like, like me, the world doesn't know us yet, but they're about to. Right. I like the way you think, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're about to. Because the truth is, is, man, when the lights go out and that sun don't come up one day, they're going to be looking for some good old boys like us to handle stuff. That's right. Yeah, for you sure. Know, we, I mean, I can tell you right now, uh, I, case in point, man, you want to, I can't even get change right now, coins from a cash drawer. The banks don't have change. What oh, is that about? Are we back at that again? I'm telling you right now. That my was, tried to, yeah. That was the no, whole bullshit change. thing during COVID. You know, you'd go to, you'd go to the, uh, the drive through go to a restaurant or something. And it was uh, exact change or credit card only. Yeah. You know, because they didn't have any change. That's just somebody forgot to go get damn change. And oh, every restaurant? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> it went from places being cash I only to car only. full of change yeah. in my console. <laughs> Look yeah. here. When I show up at places like that, I hand them my Home Depot card. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I keep a Home Depot card. 
I don't ever go into like even as a contractor, right? I don't I I don't Home Depot is the Walmart of hardware stores. Oh, I can't uh, wait, stand wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I spent 13 years at that place as a manager. Doug spent how many years did you spend there? Like seven. <laughs> how did that turn out? Uh, yeah. we're, we're both in the life safety industry now. <laughs> right. There you hey, go. Well, they did help me buy my first house, so yeah. I'll give them that. Well, I I bought a lot of houses off the off of that place. <laughs> right. you know, with 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 the uh, you know with all the stuff they have there, you know, and the best part is. I would just send clients in there and like pick it out, give me the SKU number, and that's what we'll use. Right. Yep. Uh, but I'll tell you, the whole, the whole, man, we're a mess. You know those flyers I sent you guys? Yeah. The flyer I sent you? I spent 45 minutes in Office Depot earlier. That's why I was late to the podcast for all you guys listening. It wasn't their fault. It was mine. I spent 45 minutes in there trying to print that flyer out. And now they don't help me get sent over to a kiosk. Yeah. So me being a goofy ass, whatever you want to call me, I'm not going to say redneck. So damn sure ain't redneck. Um, whatever you want to call it. Caveman. <laughs> we'll go with caveman. <laughs> I go over there, set it all up, get it all set up, swipe my credit card, and the image comes up one-fourth of the size of the damn image. So then here comes the Dilbert come waltzing his ass over to me and i was like hey this thing won't print don't worry i got you come on up to the front desk i spent another 20 minutes with this chucklehead just to find out he don't know what the hell he's talking about this is the future of this country these chuckleheads you know what i'm saying i mean the place looks like baghdad there's nothing there thank god for amazon yeah 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 and they want 20 dollars an hour to do it yep Exactly. Well, that's what that's what kind of drove us out of doing retail at Home Depot is, yeah. is it in the early days because I started in I want to say ninety three or ninety four, which I'm showing my age a little bit. Yeah, you 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 old. Right? I was about to say, damn, you're old. <laughs> hey, you the I was still guy. in high school, man. Come on, <laughs> I was starting a whole career, but back then it was the 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 image or the. The goal then was customer service. You t- and they hired people who were. I was a plumber. My grandfather was a general contractor. My dad was a plumber. I've done everything from plumbing to stucco, drywall. So I'm like, I'm tired of doing plumbing in South Florida because the business is so up and down. One one month you're making a million, the next month you got no money. But I'm like, well, where can I go use this knowledge? Went to Home Depot, started in the plumbing department, and worked my way up from there. And uh, it was, uh, I, I won't knock it from those days, but the last five years of it, it just, it went to total crap. So, yeah, it was a good move to get out, for sure. You can say hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I was going to say something worse, but <laughs> I toned it down a little bit. <laughs> but no, yeah, you know, I get it, man. It's just, it's it's a totally different world, but, you know, we're just playing in it until, until we're done playing. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of kind of where I was going with this. Guys like us, we can do the stuff that we do very well. That doesn't mean we can uh, program a website. I mean, I would, you know, man, if my life was at stake, I 
I can hardly get a text message out nowadays without without a bunch of grammatical errors. And I talk to the phone and it still does it wrong. <laughs> right. And here's the bad here's the bad part. I'll show my age. I can't see it's wrong. <laughs> right. I just enough. I just hit send. So and I like, then I get what question mark? Like I said when when I, I talked to you last week was uh like it it could be the purge and the only thing that would save the four of us sitting here from not dying is to be active on social media. Well, we're in boxes tomorrow. <laughs> right. We're all dead. <laughs> yeah, we could imagine. I mean, we're, I think we're good at what we do. Nobody else just knows that we are because we're shitty at social media. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it, and it's sad that some Jack wagon, you know, so truth be told, you know, I've been really, focusing on that stuff and forcing myself, you know, it's like taking cough medicine, forcing myself to take a dose of it and understand it. And some of the things that I've seen with some of these guys, I truly really like to show up on their door and see if that's really their lifestyle they're leading. Right. Oh, you're Because I can tell you this much, you know, I come from, I come from kind of a corporate world as a contractor, but what I did was big, big, big stuff back in the day. And then I landed in healthcare construction. If I was really, really wanting to strike it rich, I know every single loophole in that industry and I could have done, I could have done incredible. But the one thing is, you know that, you know that trade-off. It's the age old trade-off. It's time for the money. Yep. I'm doing very well with what we're doing right now. And I enjoy every single second of it. And that's really the, that's the message. That's the, that's what I want to tell people. Like find what you're really passionate about and you'll be good at it. Yeah. And it, good at it. And it will, it will pay dividends that you could never imagine. Now, granted, I don't have a Learjet. I probably never will, but I can damn sure hop on one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you get to spend a lot more time with your family as well. Cause you're doing things on your terms. Shoot. They done pulled the shoot a while ago. So I've got a 21 and she just 21 and 23 ones in the coast Guard. one just wrapped up her bachelor's and she's going to get her master's in marketing. She's the one kind of helping me do this. So if you've seen any court kind of anybody that knows where Breeden Gobbler's Lodge, the evolution of my presence on the inner world is not me. It's her. <laughs> yeah. Mine's my son's 20. My daughter's 18 and my other daughter's 34. So, oh, you is easy killer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we're gonna square up as soon as I meet you. Ain't we? <laughs> I, know, I see videos. You kind of fit. I'm old man. <laughs> well, well and, and truth is, is man, that's what kept me like this is having them girls when uh, when they were young. It was just the three of us. Um, by the grace of God, I finally found a woman that can hang on. Um, her her uh, her code name's Lane Frost because I am one <laughs> I am one hard guy to deal with. I I do not discount that a bit. You know when uh, when it comes to persistence, buddy. I am a woodpecker with a titanium beak. <laughs> <laughs> so with this, so the event you got coming up that we're going to go down there and hang out and have some fun. What all? 
you got going on there for the that day? So, man, we've so let me digress for just a second. You know, so I opened this up essentially in 2016. I did not have a grand opening until 19. It was pretty much build it and they were come will come. So Gobbler's Lodge is at my residence. Um, you know, we're on a 10 acre parcel. You know, you go anywhere else in Florida, there's 45 houses sitting on that. Mm-hmm. So for me to invite some folks, it's nothing new. You know, at least I know everybody coming through. But I was on my back, way back from the Keys, and I just got this great idea. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a grand opening. And at the time, uh, I've got a good friend of mine, another captain. He was really tight with uh, New Smyrna Beach Chevrolet. There, um, he he was actually that's where I just got my Duramax from here earlier in the year, but. Um, we sat down, and he was the title sponsor. We did a few radio ads, and, you know, it was nothing but come out and shoot. It's free. And I was absolutely mind-blown. We did. We had almost 400 people come through our gates that day, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm on to something. And uh, so we've had – so what I like to try to do is I like to have an event starting up the season – and then I like to have an event closing the season. I, I mean, that's what I do. I'll have an event in April, um, and we'll have an event here, obviously, in September. But what we're doing this go around, because I've done the free food and all that stuff, and you know what, you guys, you got a bunch of people coming in here trying to get free food. What I want to do is expose people to the art, the sport, the what we do in archery, you know, self-sufficiency, all the all that goes along with archery. I mean, for me, it's kind of an outlet being Captain OCD and all. Um, so what we're going to do on the second is obviously it's free. Um, we have a full line of rental bolts for people that have never shot before. They can come out and shoot. We'll have Botex on site. We're going to do as much as we can that day. You know, if we got an old junker that comes in here, we're like, we're going to bag it, tag it, hang it up and deal with it later. But the the premise is to get people out here, show them what we do, like what you guys are going to do on the saddle side. Mm-hmm. It's incredible because I'm not going to name names, and it wasn't trophy line. But I was – I – had a long talk with one of the other manufacturers because they were direct consumer with this stuff for a long time. How in the hell is Joe Schmo going to know how to do what we do with them saddles? Google, you're asking for it, you know? So Sean, Sean has been a big part of this for me. That was the very first saddle I got was from Trophy Line. And, yeah. uh, so we're going to do a demo. We're going to just have a good day around archery. Uh, I am going to have some food. Again, we're, we're ag exempt, and part of my exemption, I have a cattle lease, and the cattle lease I have now is with a full-blown um, cattle farmer. So, man, this is some of, man, this is some killer beef. They're all beef masters. You know, unfortunately, they're cute and cuddly, but they're going to end up hamburgers one of these days. That's right. And, uh, so with that said, man, they'll have a bunch of a uh, bunch of stuff for everybody to kind of sample, and shop will be open, the range will be open, and hopefully we'll have some cloud cover because it's hot as all get out in Florida. Probably, <laughs> I mean, you're in Florida too, but 
How hot is it there? It's 120. Yeah, it was 113 heat index yesterday. Yeah, we hit. Friday was 100 degrees. Yeah, we hit a couple days where heat index. We've hit 120, 121. Wow. And they're okay. they're talking about it not stopping until mid-September. So we got a while. Yeah, wow. and I just came back from Yellowstone, so I was like 40-something degree in the morning, 70-something in the afternoon, and Must I come nice. home and stepped off the plane and instantly got smacked sweating. in the face. <laughs> you can always come cut grass with me. I That's mean, all right. I'll sell fire extinguishers all day before I can cut grass. <laughs> he works from his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hot. Well, it's, it's hot. Yeah, it is, buddy. I um, I feel you. That that reminds me. I didn't get that far today. I was going to mow the range. You know, we're getting to that point where, you know, I got to start trimming some stuff up because if it's woolly, all the critters show up. You know. Yeah. And. I don't want to have that come game day. Right. You know, you do sign a waiver saying that there's a lot of stuff around here that can bite you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you're trying to kill is going to kill you back. Yeah. So that's the plan. So um, for those that don't know, it's a 3D, meaning that the targets are not paper targets. They're essentially close to life-size replicas. They're all foam. You know, we're not killing anything. By, we're not killing nothing that day. Um, not intentionally. Get, no, well, we don't kill anything at, at all. <laughs> no, no, nothing dies that day. Let's let's keep it that way. So, with that said, it's just going to be uh, a cool, you know. I say cool. It's it's a cool event. It's probably not going to be cool temperature wise. I just realized after launching this thing, I, I burned myself every time because in the in the spring, I always landed on Easter. And in the fall or in the summer, here we are Labor Day weekend. So um, right. I hope everybody's sun. I can tell you, we're going to have a lot of the boat hunters out of here because I'll tell you, a lot of my guys that come out here with me, and jokers are out here in pants. This old boy ain't wearing pants. No. <laughs> not not at all. When I go to South Carolina I'm, next week, I'm going to be in one of those uh, heck suits and a pair of board shorts. Right. And a dark stuff. <clears throat> Well, that I don't know if if you know what we've done or have talked to Doug about what we've done as far as our demo, the try before you buy events, and why we have this this knowledge with saddles, I guess that we've gained over two years, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we've put, and it kind of sounds a lot like uh, American Hunter over in Louisiana. That same mm-hmm. kind of setup. They're a a bow shop and and a hunting store. And they did the same thing you where they're like, hey, let's let's just try this and see what happens. And I don't know how many people did we get that day. Uh, the, the the first, first year, yeah, the extravaganza. We had over seven hundred people. Yeah, there was there was over seven hundred people that came through, right. and I would say yeah. that we probably put four hundred people in saddles that day. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, we we awesome. we were lucky to even like. Well, we didn't, I didn't get any crawfish. No, because the fra- crawfish were gone by the time I was able to break free. Um, the only time I got some was when I was up in the tree with Benny. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was nonstop, but we've, we've put so many people in saddles and have learned so much from letting people just sit in so many different saddles and body shapes and sizes and, and, you know, just little things like knowing where the tether needs to be and, and where your, your saddle needs to be on your hips and your butt just to, to make it comfortable and, Shorter bridge, that, longer bridge. Right. Yeah. Those little adjustments 
make a huge difference. Because yeah. a lot of people, if you just sit in a saddle, you might be uncomfortable yeah. until you figure out how to adjust it. And you might not even give it a shot. But having, there's going to be three of us there to to teach people those little adjustments you can make. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I think we'll be able to yeah. help a lot of people out. Oh, who want to try it definitely well i'll be i'll be your problem child because all i do is go up the tree make sure i don't fall out of the tree and go to work <laughs> i'll be the guy to teach you how to not fall out of a tree <laughs> yeah it, i already did that. yeah he's done it <laughs> oh shoot yo you weren't yeah, quite up the I'm, tree I'm, though. Exci- I'm excited to have you guys here because so um we've had a few saddle guys come out here there's a lot of a lot of guys here that are good friends of mine that are like diehard saddle hunters uh i was on the phone with weston earlier about about saddles and you know where i'm at i spend the bulk of my fall in illinois just it's the land of the giants and i mm-hmm. i should have a lot bigger deer on the wall but i screwed that up we'll stop there <laughs> um, so but i can tell you the versatility the logistics piece of it, it being light and compact, is superior. Superior. And I can tell you, in a saddle, a guy that's comfortable at heights, you, especially when you hunt Midwest, and you know you have a 40-knot wind every single evening is, is normal. And what's crazy is that wind will quit that last 30 minutes. You know? But... Even being and and I and I wear a harness. These these guys that go up there and just plop down in a tree are out of their mind. I wear yeah. a harness. And I'm in one of my lock-ons, but I'll tell you what I've done. I still hunt my lock-ons, but what I do is I go behind the tree and set up my saddle. So these old, they're like them old slick heads, them smart ones, come popping out, and look up. They don't even see me. I love it. Right. That's, you know that's the best part. And truthfully, you have a three hundred 59 degree shot radius right the only shot you can't make is dead in front of you that's the only shot but you're so limited when it comes to every other application right. every other application and i can tell you there's been a many times i've been full draw on the deer and i didn't know if i could make a shot because i mean my legs are trembling you know i'm standing up because he's come out on my offhand and I'm standing up and it's blowing sideways and the tree's swinging and he's not stopping. So that's, being in the saddle, I feel so much more confident in a saddle. Now well, that's one what, of the, this weekend when I was in, uh, in Jacksonville, North Carolina, up at, up there doing that, that, uh, trophy line show for them. Um, that was like, I would tell guys, look, not only can you shoot 360 degrees, but for myself, I shoot way better yeah. out of a saddle than I do standing on the ground. And so a lot of the guys that came in over the weekend, like they, they shoot there, you know, so there's quite a few of them that had bows, you know, brought their bows with them. And I was like, look, I'll put you in a saddle, go get your bow and, and come and shoot. And we had it set up where they could shoot down range, you know, yeah. out of the saddle. And that's what sold saddles. Oh, they yeah. were like, dude, that's you're right, man. With 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 your center core being tied to the tree, that's where your support is on mm-hmm. the saddle. And then 
both feet down, every one of them said the same thing. You're well, right, you're, man. I am so much more more stable, and it just makes that, a big difference. When that wind's blowing and the tree's rocking, that your toes aren't trying to grab hold of that bottom platform. You right. Know, you're, it's, it, it is. You're way more stable. Well, and it's a lot easier to keep your form. Because yeah. you're always supposed to keep your shoulders with a T. It's a lot easier to keep your form yep. with a what's, with a what's side. More? <laughs> right. Sometimes you got to break it depending on the shot. <laughs> what's form? You know, so we've got. A, I've actually got the guy. The guy that's my Botech. I don't even know what level of instruction he is, and uh, I'll be truthful. I can't hit. Cannot hit a. a a dot or an X worth of crap. I mean, I just, that's just not how my eyes train. But I can tell you this, man, put a set of bottles in front of me. He's in trouble. But Dude. my guy, I, my Botech is really, really like crazy with forms. He's got a wooden stick in the shop. He's got bands. He's got all this, these crazy apparatus to show kind of that newbie how to set up, you know, keeping, keeping that posture, lean over, lean up. Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> so, but I can tell you this much, like you were saying, as far as when you set up, um, in the saddle being, you know, having that, um, that connection, it's, it's, it's superior in, it takes a little bit, you know, it's a learning curve. And that's why I was so bummed when some of these other brands weren't willing to sell them to dealers where dealers could show these people how this stuff works. Two years ago, this stuff was not in dealers. No. You guys, no. no. That's why you guys were reviewing all these things, and thank God, because otherwise nobody would know how to use them. Yeah. And, and for, for us in the South... You know, we we all grew up with if we hunted out of a lock on it had a twenty foot metal stick yep. attached to the tree, but other than that, we were walking around with a with a, a climber on our back, and so the expense for you to get into this, you know, you're at a thousand bucks, you know, where up north those guys are used to doing hanging hunts. You know, they they already had the sticks because they were they were carrying the lightweight you know lone wolf lone wolf custom gear uh, lock ons. You know, and so they were doing hanging bangs and and so they they had half of that that cost already taken out of the equation. And uh, you know, for us down here, it's it's everything from scratch, man. You're you're throwing your your climber to the side and you've got to buy sticks and a platform and a saddle and ropes and carabiners and a pack and and all of that so there is an expense and in, in that that comes with getting into saddle hunting and that was kind of our 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 thing was you know not not everybody wants to fork out that money and realize that they don't like it or they bought the wrong saddle you know um because, I mean, let's face it, like one of the top named saddles on the market right now is just not a very good saddle. Gotcha. We've seen that. <laughs> we won't mention that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, and, and, and Sean will tell you, and, and you guys probably could have helped me through that, but when I met, 
you know, Sean, for the first time, my wife had got me one of the original, I think it was the original trophy line. Was it the ambush? It was like, yep, yep, big straps. And man, I couldn't sit in that thing to save my life. You know, for a guy that's got a, you know, a, you know, kind of broad on the shoulders and skinny in the butt, um, man, it just pinched me to death. And I don't know if I told you the story, but we, him and I went back and forth, back and forth. And he, uh, man, he really helped me out. He said, hang in there. We got another saddle coming. He ended up sending me the new saddle. And then I was at the ATA standing at the pisser. And I look over and I see a trophy line. And I said, hey, man, you a trophy line? As soon as I heard his voice, it was Sean. And then we start talking from there. And, it, man, it's all been, it's been all downhill. I'll tell you, uh, that one that I'm running now, the Ventic, Venic, Fanatic, 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 Fanatic. Yeah, that's too fancy of a name for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super light. I'm telling you, it's I, sweet. I can, I can sleep in it. Yeah, I like the Fanatic. Yep. Well, the great thing about Trophy yep. Line is you can buy the entire package: sticks, platform, saddle, ropes, right. pack. Yeah, like it's a one-stop shop. Yeah. You know. Well, with that said, we're going to be loaded up, man. I just went ham on it because, I, I don't know, all of a sudden they've come out of the woodwork because uh, Sunday, I was here Sunday. I wasn't here Saturday. I had fished the tournament Saturday. But Sunday, I, I, I had two fellas come in here and bought two full setups, and I didn't realize how I was that like because I had, I had, to my knowledge, I had a few EDPs in a in. Um, some of the Onyx platforms. I'm standing here, or I'm standing here at what I got now, and all I got is one EDP. So, the day of the event, we'll be loaded up. I'll have, I'll have at least three of each. Um, I have, uh, I've got, I don't know, seven or eight kits. I have four of the fanatic. Yeah. Don't is Sean listening? <laughs> I might be old, but I remember shit. <laughs> I just, I just, I can't. It's, it's too fancy of a name. We got to come up with something easier. So have have but, you have you had a chance to even mess with the Onyx yet? I have no. I'm still. I'm oh using the man. Oh. Yeah, the Onyx is nice. I pulled it out of the box. Hey, <laughs> here's a better story. So I posted it when it came in. They sent two to the dealers, right? I posted it before the ATA, and Sean called me and asked me to pull it down. To take it down. <laughs> Nobody's seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I told you that, I'm not that good with the social media. Yeah. Their, their platforms. The platforms to me, EDP, the Mission, Onyx, and they're the, some of the they're the most rock solid platforms. Yeah, that's out there. I mean, them things, they bite so well. Yep. Love them. Well, we're definitely Man, looking. I, I, don't, I, don't have any, I don't have any concerns when I'm in any of that stuff no. at all. Um, I feel super, super confident, super safe, super, you know, uh, what's the word, nimble. I can, I can move around. You know, at a six-foot, 200-couple-pound guy, it uh, – Man, it's it's for me, and you know I got some big old boys that come out here that I put in saddles, and they love it. I yeah. mean, they love it. I yeah. got little kids. 
I've got a couple fellas that have come out that are getting up above me and, you know, in the, in the course of life. And I'll tell you something that is really slick with a saddle. If you don't know this is ground hunting. Remember mm-hmm. the day of sitting on your butt and about 25 minutes later, you can't stand it anymore. Yeah, Your butt goes numb. Your Man, you feet put start your tingling. Little, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You put your trap around there, hang your bow right in front of you, set your saddle up. The platform's now the ground. Yep. Man, turkey hunting, it is lethal. Oh, yeah. Lethal. <clears throat> yep. You know, that's, that's some stuff that most people don't even think about. Yeah, you I, know? I like to ground hunt, you know, from time to time during the season here. But you're a gun hunter, so. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but we put people on saddles <laughs> from, from four years old to 70 years old. Does he know he's coming to an archery range? <laughs> he, he's, he, I, he, I, he kills him with his bow, too. I got, I, yeah. Crossbow. Shoot a bow. But, like, well, Doug... <laughs> I guess Dwayne, you bow hunt most of the year, don't you? No, he no. did last year. I don't. I think I carried the gun one time last year, just when we all hunted. Man, I, I just like the smell of gunpowder. You know that's fair. I, I mean, that's fair. I'm not picking on you I at all. I can't smell the arrow after it goes <laughs> off. You know, but you can go. Pick I it like up. the bow hunt. Too, <laughs> so, right? so just just carry an empty cartridge with you right. that way. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot one with a bow and, and smell, smell the cartridge. cartridge. <laughs> yeah, that's an idea. That's an idea. Oh. Well, for me, it's a different sense. It's the sound. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I love the Man, sound of that, that five-gallon bucket, That f- you know, when, when it hits that rib cage. Yep. Can't hear that with a rifle. No. No. Uh, no. And, and I'll tell you, the, the trailing, just the whole aspect of yeah. it, man. I'm, I'm, look, I'm sitting here staring at, I'm staring at an R500. You want to talk about an incredible, Incredible piece of equipment. I have one. For me, that's just unfair. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, we we so we've got a hundred yard range, and uh, I had a fella come out here uh, in the spring, and he got set up because he ended up going to uh, British uh, somewhere. I don't know, but he killed all kinds of stuff. And we were sitting out here one day, and it you know. You know, for Florida, it was a really windy, breezy day, and we stretched out to 125 yards. Wow! And shot a two shot two arrows, and it was a half inch group. Wow! That sniper scope they put on, they say it's good up to 150 yards. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's. An, I mean, the technology nowadays is is incredible. Absolutely freaking incredible. Yeah, my dad, he got sick with cancer and he wanted one so i i went and got him one of the electric ones you just push a button and it draws back and yeah the electric drive yeah, yeah man you push the button it cocks and decocks it ain't killed nothing yet but I, that I, thing is fun to shoot that joker's I've heavy i got a killer instinct it doesn't shoot quite as fast as that but i like it <laughs> <laughs> well man so those guys also drink Bud Light, just saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jamie's the Shane one that drinks Bud Light. Shane don't drink Bud Light. <laughs> Look, I, Jamie's the one that drinks Bud Light. Look, I, 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 don't, I don't make my choices based on social media. That's all I'm saying. You guys Wait, do whatever hey, you, you want. Guys, you'll, get, you'll get a laugh when you show up, man. Right here on the window, says, you know, like the circle with the X, right, the circle with the line, like no. Right. Says, no YouTube Botex. Hell yeah! Now listen. For the for the record, for the audience that's listening, buddy, I'm dangerous. 
you want me to fix your bow and there's no one else around. Can I do it? Yeah, I'm slower than most, and I can get it done in a pinch. But our staff, the guys I got, I mean, they live and breathe the technical part of the archery like you guys do with the saddles. Man, I'm the guy that goes, is it good? They say, yes, I'm out the door. And that's how we treat our customers. You know, we want to make sure when these bows go out of here, you go to a lot. I mean, I say this, I say this loosely. I say shops because there's a lot of places that call themselves. I mean, some of the biggest, the biggest retailers are not true bow shops. I know this because the bows come in here and the arrows come out sideways. When a bow leaves our shop, we make sure it's time, tune, center shop and paper shot and then it's on you because the truth is is you can you could sight a bow into a bad setup but as you progress in yardage it's going to compound and it's mm-hmm. just not going to get right man you know what we need to do you gotta I, we gotta get to where these podcasts do they have podcasts that are uh like facetime yeah, oh, yeah, we've done a live yeah, podcast. Live. Yeah, we've done live. Oh man, the next one we're gonna do, and then we'll do the whole show and tell, and I can show you what it looks like when it comes from BP. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I knew who he was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Right? We got one here. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I mean, it's... absolute absolute train wreck. I mean, that was like if I set it up after about fifteen of these tell us. Yeah. Well, that's a, I'm you know on number two. A good bow shop is one going to have the 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 bow junkie that knows what he's doing, but also you're going to have that atmosphere that you feel welcomed. You're not going to even if if you're a new guy to bow hunting and you go in a bow shop that is all ego, that's going to turn you. It's going to turn you away from bow hunting. But but see that's the thing we lack here where we're at. We don't have a good bow shop. A good bow shop. So most of us drive three and a half hours. Right. To a bow shop that we absolutely trust, American Hunter over in Louisiana, because them guys, I mean, they've, they've been good to us, we've been good to them, but they they know their stuff too, like your guys know their stuff. Um, we don't have that here. Now, we did years and years ago, back when we had Stewart's Outdoor, and Kevin yeah. was the guy doing his bows, but we, we haven't had that here for several years. We, we have to travel somewhere. And, and have somebody actually physically work on our bows. Yeah. I mean, for you to be around, you said 16 is when you started? Who, me? No. Oh, him? Yeah. No. Your shop? Me? Yeah. Your shop was at, oh, in 2016? Oh, I thought you 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, I didn't pick a bow up until I was 25. Um, now, other than when I was a kid in elementary school, but the, the range opened in 16... The shop opened in 20. That was during the COVID. Was that COVID was 20? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. yeah. so my shop was pitiful. I mean, when I first opened it, now, the beauty was I had a spike press and a spike drawboard. So I could fix anything. But my inventory was horrible. I didn't have anything. And couldn't um, get anything. Couldn't get anything. Yeah. No, it was it was horrible. Um but we got full swing essentially last year. This is our first real solid year uh, of being open, man. And it, it has been a dream come true for me. Um, the truth is, is, you know, in a few years from now, many years from now, I'll probably be that old feeble guy in here, probably crashy like most bow shops. <laughs> and, uh, 
but I'll we'll be here. Um, the 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 challenge with with being in Florida, the bow seasons it's only a month. It's relatively it's not relative. It's short. Yeah. And the second those guys can get the smoke pole out, that comes out, and the next thing you know, they're dumping hounds around here. Yep. Same. Um, same here. Yeah. So we're only open. We're only open weekends by design. Because otherwise we wouldn't be doing jack. But I'm telling you, you roll in here about 11:05 on a Saturday, and it looks like the toys are rust. <laughs> wow, <clears throat> that's crazy. Yeah, and we're a small shop. It's only a thousand square feet, um, but we we have we have we have the equipment to do anything. I mean anything. So you guys work on all bows. We work on all bows, but like we don't have the components for all the bows. So what I tell people that come in, they'll call me most of the time. I, and it's always the kind of same story. Hey, my brother or my cousin, or I got this bow on eBay and it's got this wrong with it. So I have them contact the manufacturer, get the parts, bring them to me. Yeah. So if I brought them in here, my God, it looked like a used car lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what, so what bows do you carry now? So, I still have the expedition line, which is what I essentially started with. But where I ran into jams is I get a lot of people that come in here that can't spend $2,000 on a boat. So I ended up uh, kind of gravitating towards Bear with all the ready-to-hunt stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, get, they got a lot of great lineup. I mean, they got a great lineup. Well, man, they're killing it now. Now yeah. they brought in the, the hunting public in mm-hmm. that execute. That's what I'm shooting. That thing is sick. Yeah, I shot so those. Got, what's that? I, I shot the I shot all the bear lineup at uh, the uh, outdoor extravaganza we did in uh, Covington, Louisiana, at American Hunter. They had their bear rep there, and I actually shot. I went and took the time and shot each one of their bows, and they all shot great. I mean, I mean, they they were all shot good. So the legit, it's it lives up to its name. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's the ready to hunt bow, quiver, sight, sight light. You got to buy a, you need a rest and, I mean, I'm sorry, a release and arrows. The thing's 500 bucks and it's a far cry from what I shot five or six years ago. Yep. And yeah. it's their, it's their entry level rig, truthfully. And it's you know, fast. It's, it's, it's fast too. And it's funny because, <clears throat> you know, back in the, the 80s um early 90s like the bear jennings they that was the that was the company i mean you know you had the jennings carbon extreme which was like the fastest bow on the market um you know and and somewhere i don't know somewhere within the company they they just kind of fell off. They they quit producing, you know, really good quality bows. Everything they sold was stuff that you would you would buy at Kmart, you know, and and so I'm I'm glad to see that they're finally, yeah, you know, they finally stepped it up and they're coming back and and being a top contender, you know, and they're 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 up there with the Matthews and the PSEs and the yeah. and the Hoyts. Yeah, they're, they're especially with that Buddy, ex- that execution. It's like anything right. else. It's all marketing driven. I get so many people that come in here, they'll call me specifically looking for one bow. And I'm like, where did you find that out? It was a buddy told them or they saw it on the internet. And I'm going to tell you for an ironclad fact, 
I've had every single manufacturer walk through this door, every one of them. You know, I could, I could, I could spill off 15 of very quality, great boats. But here's the challenge I have. I have a thousand square feet. People come in here, they see my shop, they see all these beer heads looking at them, and they want to know what I shoot. So for me to carry five or six manufacturers, I'm shooting myself in the foot. The reason I have landed on the companies that I deal with is because of the service. Mm-hmm. Up until recently, I was with Expedition. I still have Expedition. I'll still sell Expedition. I'll still service them. But I am not carrying any new models because of the service. Yeah. With that said, Bear has been spot on. I'm telling you, I could call him right now and bring him in on this podcast, and he would do whatever I need in a second. And that's what I need because that's what the customer wants. When they walk in here, they don't want to wait. They want it right now, right now. Well, being a, a Florida boy myself, and, and my first bow is a Bear Epic Extreme single cam. And I was shooting at home, and I hit something with my top cam, and it it dented it. And when I was heading up, I was going north for something or heading. I can't remember what I was doing, but I stopped in at the bear factory, showed them what had happened and how it happened. And they're like, just leave the bow here and we'll get it. We'll get it fixed and we'll send it back to you. I'm like, well, how much do you? He's like, nothing. We'll take care of it. And sure enough, man, within a week's time, I had my bow back to me in Jupiter, Florida and all brand new cams restrung perfect no charge those guys hooked it up for sure so they are they are they fought they they back their product and they take care of their customers 100 percent. i've not had one warranty claim that has come back with an invoice not one yeah yeah they're good yeah I i talked to the bear rep over in louisiana for a while and uh really liked the guy um i mean i mean he you just flat out tell you the truth. You why you want to shoot something that's got speed? Why you want to do this? Why you want to do that? I mean, he'd I mean he'd ask you the questions of trying to figure out what 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 you wanted. That's why my draw weight is only at like fifty four pounds. <laughs> well, because you're a wuss. But other than that, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, so he he's like, dude, let's just go. We got time. Let's just shoot every single one of these bows. So I shot every one of them, and I was like, man, I mean, there's they all feel great. I mean. So I mean I I mean I enjoyed actually shooting the bear lineup and it's kind of I, I, which so where you put I, I the like arrow it. yeah I mean I, I mean I liked every one of them yeah I didn't have a bad thing to say about any of the bows I shot from bear no there there's something else I mean you you look at that you look at that bear as a whole I mean that's what I knew when I was a kid my very first bow now mind you I was in my twenties when I started getting serious with archery was a whitetail too yep. and that is a name that everybody knows if you know bear you know the whitetail too and i had one of those and that was funny because um the bow that i picked up was a left-handed bow and i tried to shoot it right-handed because i'm right-handed what i found out i could shoot it better left-handed and then as i kind of evolved i realized i was left eye dominant yeah so you want to talk about a, you know, a wrench and things, you know, I'm much stronger pulling it back right hand. Well, initially, um, cause we, you know, in the shop, I shoot all different bows, right and left, 
some 24 inch draw lengths, some 31 inch draw lengths. So I've got to be able to do both. But, you know, being a guy that was new to archery and not knowing any better, I kind of figured it out on my own. Like, why does this feel, why can I shoot so much better? And back in the day, I used to shoot watermelons. That's what I shot at. (laughs) I, I didn't have targets. I would shoot watermelons. And it was, it just, I was able to be more accurate left-handed. And honest to God, I don't know when it was that I found out that I was left-eye dominant. Now, people come into my shop every day, and they come in here for one reason or another, and I can see the posture. I can see them closing the eye. I'm like, open both eyes. And as soon as they open eyes, they start drifting to the other eye. I'm like, let me see you real quick. Let's check something out. I can't tell you how many brand new bows have come in this shop that were wrong-handed. You are not going to get that in this shop. The first thing we're going to do is make sure you got the right bow. I don't care what color, shape, or size it is. We got to make sure it's the right bow. I had a lady in here on Sunday that is right, or left eye dominant, and and she's she's a police officer, and she does everything right-handed. She shoots a firearm right-handed, a pistol right-handed, and I couldn't shake her of it. She's the first one that I've not been able to convince that you're not going to be accurate that way. And out of the, I don't know, bazillion people that have been through here, it's a game changer when you are using the dominant side, period. I'm right-handed. You can't close, you can't close your eye. And, and, and you cannot close your eye and look through that peep and tell me that you're in the right spot, period. I know this because I've seen more neck and ass shots than known the man from that exact same scenario. I'll have to disagree. <laughs> I'm right-handed, left-eye dominant. Although I haven't killed a deer in two years. I am right-handed, left-eye dominant. How many shoot right-handed? What's that? You shoot right-handed? I do. He misses bring right-handed, too. <laughs> he, he misses right-handed, too. Yep. Hey, he bring, bring your bow out here. We'll show you the difference. Oh, I'm bringing my bow. Oh, yeah. For sure. When we're, we're, when we're sending a 120 and you're still in the kiddie pool, you'll know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to fit right in hey. this group. <laughs> Is, hey, you, don't worry about it. He's one more Bud Light away from crossbow hunting. So. <laughs> Looks like it does. With the trophy line, are you going to have red line there too, or? Yeah, I've got the red line. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Cool. Yep, I've got. um, So what's crazy is, um, the 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 hang up for me was, I wanted uh, I wanted the gray torch. They don't make the gray for lefty only black so that's the only reason i'm not shooting it and truthfully man i shoot spot hog those guys those guys are rock solid man that is that is when we talk about service chris is spot hog i was in i was up i don't even know where the hell i was at i was so i have a little i'm a little superstitious you'll figure this out when you guys come down me. When I come down out of the tree, if I got any sort of daylight, I'll spin a broadhead off, spin a field point on, and I'll pick something out in the field. I'll range it and send an arrow. 
So, you know, when I lift, you know how it is. You bring your bow up, you bring it down, you clunk it around, you bang it. You want to make sure it's right. Yeah. So it, this was, man, this was a mid-afternoon hunt or midday hunt, and I was going to get down. I mean, and it was blistering cold. I mean, I shouldn't even have been out there. There wasn't nothing moving. I mean, not a thing, not nothing. Not a polar bear moving. It was so damn cold. <laughs> so finally, I go to get down, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to shoot my bow. And I noticed my – my release was kind of hanging up. I didn't think nothing about it. I hook my, I shoot the uh, wise guy nylon. I, I don't like the rigid. I like it kind of formed to me. And I go about halfway through my draw cycle. The uh, the release comes loose. I mean, I punch myself square in the mouth so <laughs> hard. I'm looking around wondering who just hit me. I was ready to fight. And, and then I call Chris up. I said, man, I said, I'm up in Illinois. I said, my something's wrong with my something's wrong with my damn release. Man, he had me one. That was the middle of the day. By that same hunt the next evening, I had a brand new release there. Strapped it on. It felt like wearing your shoes on the opposite foot because it wasn't mine. Same one, but it wasn't broken, wasn't shot, wasn't mine. I get through the hunt, get back home, and uh I get back home, and my one of my, my good buddies, the guy that runs one of my boats, which is probably, at the time, knew nothing about bow tech. He's probably one of my best guys. He, uh, he, he Chris sent me some springs. He thought it was a spring in the in the release. He breaks this thing open. It is packed full of shit. Just dirt <laughs> I mean, and grime. Yeah. I mean, he took he took a little uh, uh, one of them little air little can of air thing blew it out uh hit it with a little bit of that um dry lube i'm still shooting the same release damn release it's hanging here right now if we were as, as sophisticated but next year we're gonna be sophisticated <laughs> if, you see, if you could see this release man it looks like uh man it's like the oldest baseball glove you've ever seen and the thing is flawless it just it fits it to your hand like a good hat fits on your head. Oh man, I'm telling you, I you'll see when I shoot, like you'll see when I shoot, I man, I get all up in my bow. It's you know, you know, some guys your nose buttons, kisser buttons, all this crap. Not me. Nose goes to the string. My knuckle goes in right behind my ear. And the, my fletching, because I wanted, I orient my fletchings, the odd vein straight up. That right fletch hits me in the corner of the mouth, and I can tell you, I don't even have to look through my peep sight. I know, I know where I'm aiming. Yep. I know where I'm aiming. Well, now I'm getting all fired up. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, it's the it's the fletch in the corner of the mouth, and I'm done. I, I know that's it. Yeah. Nothing else yeah. matters. It could be I could shoot anybody else's release, and it be you know, three inches longer than than my release. As long as that fletch is in the corner of my mouth right there, I'm 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 good. Yeah. I mean everybody's kinda you know, what I what I teach here when people come in here is whatever that anchor point because let's face it, man, our our anatomy is different from everybody, right? And I, I show people, you know, what's comfortable? What can you replicate every single time? You cannot replicate that, that string three inches from your nose and four inches from the side of your face. 
and when we get on the when we get on the rental side of things, when we shoot these Genesis Pros, you get a lot of people that try to look down the arrow. I'm like, you got to create an anchor point, and that's that's number one is having that same anchor because you can go ahead and then tune that bow to that anchor point, but you can't tune it and you can't sight it to when that thing's willy nilly all over the bank place. Yep. Well, it's the same, but, <clears throat> same concept with saddles is it's such an individual thing yep. that one, one setup on a bow is not going to work for everybody. Same as a saddle and how you, how you set your tether and everything, like I'd said before, it's very individual. I mean, what works for one guy is not going to work for another. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Especially when you're short, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't seen your guys' profile pictures, so I don't know. I'm the handsome one. That would be because we don't have any. <laughs> I don't think I've seen either. I don't even think I've seen either one. And honestly, I don't know who I'm talking to on the phone. We need like a little thing pops up so I know who I'm talking right. to. <laughs> right. Well, if you go if you go on our Facebook page, you will see pictures. I think, and, and we're terrible at this too. We really, we say this every podcast. We really need to get better at this shit because we're horrible at it. But I'm gonna say I'm the one holding the books. Shut up, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The way he says bucks is the books. Books. So you don't know if he's reading a trilogy about wizards or something or if he's actually deer hunting. Well, so who you got on the podcast now if we haven't, we really didn't introduce ourselves. So you got Doug who runs the whole thing. Myself, Jamie. Supposed Dwayne. to be social media manager, but hey, we see how that Whatever. goes. What do you expect from a 56-year-old? <laughs> you got Dwayne and you got Shane. So Those I, are all your guys? That's our that's guys. It. All right, well, I'm, I'm creeping it. Where are you at? I'm looking. Okay, who's the guy holding the elk? Antlers. Oh, that's, that's Jamie. That's me. me. Okay, that helps me a lot. Me. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> okay, it was Doug. You guys, so you really suck at this. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> uh, and okay, I accidentally, I, I, accident- I don't see pictures. That's it. You guys got a. I accidentally where? deleted the video that I did driving up to North Carolina. You did? Yeah, it's not on there. Yeah, you, you'll probably have to scroll back to uh, to hunting season. That's where we. Somebody walking through the woods. I can't tell who it is. Oh, that's you. All right, well, soon, hey, soon enough, man, we'll we'll be able to kumbaya. Okay, here we go. Jamie Bert, Burton. That's me, uh, Jamie. <laughs> okay. For the turkey. Mm-hmm. That was Who's his first. The green shirt. That's Who's me. The green shirt. That's Doug. Is that Doug? Yep. yep. That's Hold the two on, old Jim. guys in this bunch. You got some ugly son bitches. You ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Florida blood through and through. Hey, your mama love you, though. That's right. If you just go to our photos on it, you'll be able to see us a lot quicker than trying to go through the post. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> just go to the photos. Look here, man. We're going to have a hell of a day, man. And like I said, you guys, uh, you're coming in on uh, Friday. Friday? Yeah. 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 And we got you. We're going to put you up. We'll probably chill Friday, do something Saturday. Maybe Saturday night we'll turn it up. Cool. Nice. So bring your big boy pants. Leave your Bud Light at home. <laughs> Stop it, There will bitches. be no Bud Light. Hey, don't, make, hey, for real, don't make no fun. Cause, hey, look. 
I can't but like I, I heard all that shit. I don't know much about it, but I heard about it. But I can't I cannot drink Bud Light. It gives me a headache. Oh, it gives me but a you headache. Know I, you know what I can drink? I drink the shit out of some white cloth. Some what? <laughs> white cloth. That's right the neighbor. On. That's the neighbor to hey, Bud Light. That, hey, that, hey, did I mention I'm from Key West? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Look, it's I, it's I, in my blood. I grew, I grew up, blood. Like, I grew up in Broward County, and uh, I mean, I've hung out plenty on the East Coast. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, truly, my go-to, my my go-to. I ain't gonna lie, is I've become partial to the high names, man. Them things are fire. Well, we've become kind of beer bougie. I got a <laughs> yes. Uh, I every Wednesday our run group we go to a, a brewery where we do our three miles and go back to the brewery and drink beer. So, I anything in a can tastes like shit to me. Yeah, hey, I drink yeah. Coors Light. It, hey, as long as it ain't Bud Light, if it's Coors Light, Miller's Light, Bush Light, shit, I drink Bush Light, Natty Light. I don't give a damn. <laughs> right. I drink it. Some Natty. natty. I, I went to Germany. This is Doug. <clears throat> I went to Germany back in March and tasted some of the best beer I've ever tasted in my life. And I've probably spent 300 bucks <laughs> like trying to find a beer that tastes like that beer. And I, I found it. I found it. Munich, Germany. Is that you with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, find, I finally found a really good German beer and it's like $12 a six pack and I thought Jamie had drank the last one, so I I popped the top on a, a Miller Lite, and I took a, a sip of it, and I thought I was going to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a struggle, too. The Miller Lite's definitely a struggle for me. So, hey, um, you know, this ain't the end of it, man. We'll get the, the family and the wives down here sometime with you guys. I mean, this is this is just beginning. I think I think we got a I think we got a hell of a hell of a thing going. And I'm glad that they, uh, you know, these guys pointed me to you guys. Um, I really think we got special here. And what's going to be the the apex of all this is people are really going to gravitate to what we're doing because we are showing them how to do it. Yep, that's yeah. the key. Education is huge. You got to spend twelve years of the shit to get the hell out of the hellhole. Right. So, <laughs> my kids still in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, goddamn shit. I'm like, when are you gonna stop going to school? You're way too damn smart as it is. <laughs> well, so, dude, we how long we've we been talking, Doug? Been an hour. Yeah. Has it been an hour? Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I, I we. If you need to get going, we can let you go, or we can sit here and bullshit for the next three or four hours. Well, I got three quarters of beer left. I got three quarters of beer in me. But let's kind of, let's circle back. The whole premise behind this is Gobbler's Lodge, 3D Archer Ains, September 2nd, 11-5. We're going to try to do some epic shit, you know, and, and expose the folks that are interested in that realm of earth <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. we'll have uh, i mean you guys can handle the archery side of it and we'll take care of the saddle side we'll get these guys who've who've never been in one guys who think they're professionals in saddle hunting we might teach them a thing or two as well but uh we'll, I, it, guarantee, it, it, I guarantee it 
If I'm, nothing I'm else, if nothing else, we'll have a damn good time. Yep. Oh, I, buddy, I can tell you that, man. We're gonna. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited that we've actually come. To, I, I mean, me personally, come to this point where, man, I'm. It's just all stacking up. You know, when I first got into saddle hunting, hell, when I first got into hunting, and I didn't know shit. And to this day, I'm, that's the truth, man. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. I don't know when you consider yourself an expert, but I am a professional because I got the definition of professional. When you become paid for what you do, you're professional. I'm a professional. <laughs> you are a professional. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> I might not be that but I mean I don't know how they rate the professionals but I've begun to cast some checks doing what we love to do and, and, that's awesome and yeah. I ain't turning back I, you, I'll tell you right now I will. Ne- you'll never see me ringing up lumber in a Home Depot not on a bed <laughs> <laughs> not on a bed I swear to God I'll start a bow cleaning company before I do that <laughs> <laughs> I washed them down, sent free them all up, paper tune, time, sent them out the door with a gobbler's lobster picker on them. And a guarantee to kill a deer. <laughs> now that's Ooh. on you. No, no guarantee. No guarantee. <laughs> right, fair enough. That's fair on enough. the shoot. Yeah, that's, that's on the shoot. That's, that's, that's a tall order, man. I got a whole bunch of antlers that I'm looking at right now. But I can tell you, they. I'm telling you, the one that I want to kill ain't going to fit in here. And I've man, I've seen them. Holy shit, how I've seen them. Mm. So you you go out to you said Illinois, right? I hunt. So man, I've I've hunted a lot of places. Uh, this year I'll be South Carolina, um, obviously Illinois, Ohio, and potentially Kentucky. <clears throat> I've got a buddy of mine that's got a big farm in Indiana. He's got a bunch of good deer, but where it fires off, man, it's just when you know your home turf man i have got so i've got a thousand acres in southern illinois that is incredible like there's big deer shot there every year i'll tell you this um deer meat for dinner rob errington he hunts on a farm literally across the holler from me Hmm. he hunts right there by me well see we're Um, not we're not as privileged we have to hunt public land there's public land right where I'm at. Here, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I have two incredible pieces of public land. The Pisser in Illinois, and I've got a place up there, man. You guys, let's do it. I'll get you up there. The Pisser in Illinois, the tag's $500. Yep. Really? Yeah, see, that's why we focused on Ohio. That's why I'm hunting Illinois next season, <laughs> not this season. <laughs> so we've been to Illinois. This will be... No, our third Ohio. Year. Ohio. Uh, Ohio, sorry. Our third year this we, year. Look here. We, we have a banner day on the second. We'll get, you, we'll get you up there. Hell yeah. We got a house, man. It, it's pretty set up, man. We got a full, got a little range set up. I've got, I've got a couple rigs up there that we run around in. I got a couple vehicles we leave up there. I've only got two guys that hunt with me now. I kind of, kind of scaled that back. Um, but they're, Man, if you only got to put in the time. If you got any sort of inclination at how deer move, you're gonna see some big ones. Yeah, we we big ones. 
we've been up to Ohio with the first year we did Wayne National Forest, which for Florida boys, those were mountains, not hills. Kicked our ass. <clears throat> yeah. So then we moved a little further north. We're kind of south central Ohio. And it, it we got on bucks. Dwayne Dwayne's killed two nice bucks the last two years. Doug and I ain't done shit. So <laughs> <laughs> you had a chance to I kill did. one with a Toyota though. I did. I had a chance to kill a giant with so, a Toyota. <laughs> Did I mention we run a guide service here at Goblin Watch? No. No. Yes, we do. I'd be, I, you know what? I I think that's awesome, but if I had to have someone, if I had to pay somebody to get me to shoot a deer, <laughs> I'd be pissed. Well, we need, we like I said in the beginning, we, we need to start with seeing how you shoot. <laughs> Fair, enough. So you, Fair enough. You guys can talk all this shit, but the rubber is going to meet the road here on Friday the 1st. You got it. Challenge we'll, accepted. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> Challenge accepted. What, you you, get, wait. It's going to be a truckload of Matthews showing up up there. You <laughs> wait a minute. There's only going to be two Matthews in the truck. <laughs> you guys drink Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I'm going to feel so good when this Bud Light drinking Matthews shooting guy beats the shit out of this fellow. <laughs> hey, I shoot a Botex. So. Yeah. Hey, look here. From the sound of it, I don't think you can see that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got glasses. I'll put them bitches on. <laughs> hey, you better bring a telescope. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm good enough in that saddle that I just wait till they get 20 yards. I don't need to shoot 100. Then you're going to hit them high. You're going to back shut your <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man. I can't wait for it, guys. I'm, I'm super, yeah. I'm super pumped that we got hooked up, and uh, Trophy Line's gonna support this thing. They're gonna give us. So I'm gonna raffle off. Uh, I'm gonna raffle off a covert light, and I'm gonna raffle off an ex, an execute. Awesome. Uh, I, I literally, while we were, well, we've been talking. I've been texting my rep. So we'll be flushed with stuff. We'll have a good time. Hopefully, bring a, a, a good crowd and. Uh, Get her done. Hey, you, is man. your is your bear rep gonna be there? I'm bringing. Uh, I'm not bringing the rep. I'm bringing bears. Uh, Bo Tech. He'll be here. Hell okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't need a guy to sell shit. That's what I do. <laughs> Fair <laughs> right? enough. Yeah. Well, dude, we we I certainly start. we certainly appreciate your time, man. Yeah. And we're, we're totally looking forward to it. We're gonna have a great time. Roger that. Hey, All right. I when can you, when you see that red GMC pull up, when you see that red GMC pull up, the party's going to start. <laughs> On 20s? <laughs> no. Yeah. It is. It's got factory 20s. <laughs> Don't roll up playing no ludicrous. <laughs> no, no. Won't be playing. We'll more than likely be playing up church. There you go. <laughs> well, when I open, when you see that Duramax, I'm riding around and don't be sad. No, I won't be. <laughs> All, All right. right guys. Well, listen, man. Let's uh, let's stay in touch, and uh, you guys do what you can on your end to kind of boost this thing and and get some traction on it. Because, I mean, even if we all suck at it, and it's a it's a collective effort, we might actually get two or three people here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental genius. Yeah. But we are. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, brother. All right, guys. Have well, a good I'm one, go man. Up and get something to eat, man. I'm about to lose it. All right, brother. We appreciate it. Later, yeah, we appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good night. You All too. Right. See ya. See ya. Well, that was Where cool. we go?
Are you still recording? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Now he sounds Why like a good dude. Now? Right. I'm three beers in. It's been a while since I hung out here and drank three beers. <laughs> I've peed five times, but I peed once. I got to go again. Yeah. So do I. I'm gonna beat you to it. <laughs> Y'all see Joel? Yeah, I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit, motherfucker. <laughs> we, we do that. <laughs> he's seen, he's been texting me. Has he? Yeah. I ain't got nothing from him. Man. I think it's going to be a fun event, man. Fun one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's going awesome. to be a blast. I can't wait. Yeah. Sorry, Dwayne can't make it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get to the house before 7, Dwayne, I'm sorry, buddy, but that ship's pulling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't clock out till 7. <laughs> you better pull some strings. So... Yeah, you pull them strings at six forty-five. You'll have a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on a structure fire, right? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it at the beginning of this podcast about how we've been. Beer. We've been lucky to, like all of these bow shops. Uh, yeah, we did yeah. talk about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everybody's just been really cool, man. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, it's always been a good time. This one's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to start shooting my bow. I'm about yeah. to do some shooting before we get down there, so hey. oh, I don't well. really embarrass myself. <laughs> you know, if this podcast is good for nothing else, it's good to get you fired up. To, to get in the woods? To get in the woods. It's making good contacts, meeting good people. Shit, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, we suck at the social media side of it, but, uh, I mean, we got a good following. We just all have in, full-time within jobs. Yeah. And this is what sucks is is having a full time job. <laughs> like, if we really just all wanted to quit and focus ninety percent of our time on something like this, there ain't no telling how high it would go. You get it, it, but least, then at some point we might get tired of it. You, it'd have to start with one person. Why did you look at me? Because you're the one. Person. <laughs> Shane's the one with the most flexible schedule. So you're the one with the most money. No. Uh, I don't know. Y'all make more than I do. Uh, Say so well, I just up. I just need to get hired on with Trophy Line. There you go. There you go. Get hired on with them. Go to work for Trophy Line. Then why just you? Then I'd have all, all this free time. So a Trophy Line might work your ass to death. You there's, know. <laughs> there's a lot of streets in New Orleans named after Doug. Well, if one I can, way. If I can get on with Trophy Line, I'll hire somebody to cover my my lawn care. Yeah. Yeah, you got Mason. I don't. I don't think it would pay that well. <laughs> so. Hey, it just got to pay enough. Right, it ain't got to pay eighty, ninety thousand a year. It just got to pay enough that I can hire somebody and collect that income from there and have both income. Right, and pay them. Yeah, so pay them pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I can just kick back. Right, what y'all doing today? Well, trophy line's got me going somewhere. <laughs> well, is that all we got? I think you you've been recording what hour and forty five minutes? Two hours. Two hours. Holy shit. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one though it is <clears throat> it'll be a good one it that got me fun, excited i enjoyed that conversation uh, why he wanted to fuck with me i don't know hey why am i always that guy because <laughs> you're the bud light guy yeah. i'm you're drinking that, a shitty coors light at the no, moment no, that's great beer that's good shit right well, there. coors light I that'll make that you toot your whistle 
<laughs> I put that against that German beer right there. That, oh, that, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's American beer. You said what German you beer? <laughs> and you gave him a full German beer. Hey, I know it, that shit's I good. Now. good. That's good, but you know, yeah, I like my Coors Light. Let's go buy more now. That's all I'll drink. Fucking twelve dollars a six pack, or I'm. I'm Buying some of that on I guess My truck Now listen Jamie My truck don't ride Bud Light don't ride In my truck So Only if you don't know about it Yeah I, I know what goes in And out of that <laughs> Does your gaydar turn on And you know when the Bud Light's in your truck yeah. <laughs> Ding 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 That's not the check engine light buddy <laughs> Oh good lord Yep I think I'm done talking to you bastards Yep So so what? That's uh, September second. September second. Gobbler's Lodge. <coughs> the like only one you can in Osteen, Florida. Yep. So, and we're working on whole new, whole new lineup of uh, podcasts here. We're fixing to start rolling out. So now that we're kind of caught up with the traveling and all that, we we can get in here and and start recording. We better get it done quick because hunting season's two and a half months away. Yep. <laughs> right. We gotta we get, made, uh, see if old James Griffith will come out to this one. He might. He might do like two a week. Yeah. So, we just need to get here early, do one, and then do another one back to back. And we can do that too. Yeah. No, we can't. We do it on a Saturday. We can't stop and like we can't stop talking long enough to end <laughs> one to start talking <laughs> with somebody else. <laughs> <clears throat> and then how confusing that would that be? Holy shit, we'd be having two different conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, so, would we be drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the second, that would, be second would be like, <laughs> well, never mind, because I, if I was going to say something, but that would give away what what that series is going to be about. But uh, your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't stop it. You're going to get kicked off again. All right, we'll see you later. later. These are my people, and this is my life.